You're listening to The Dream Candy Life, a podcast dedicated to enhancing your life through whole self-wellness. I'm your host, D.L. Hines, wife, mom, professional lifestyle coach, entrepreneur, published writer, and co-founder of The Dream Candy Organization, a nonprofit inspiring youth to dream big and create lives filled with passion and purpose. If you want to create more magic in your life, you're in the right place. Let's get started on your journey towards the dream candy life. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number three of the dream candy life. It's DL here, and today I have a very special guest with me, my girl, Julia Brine from Elevated Academy. Hi, Julia. Hello, everyone, and hi, DL. Happy to be here with you today. Awesome. I'm so excited because we are going to be chatting about being authentic, and authentic expression is... One of the dream candy life concepts that I touched briefly on in a couple podcasts before this one. So I'm really excited to dive into it because I believe it's one of the keys to living a happy and fulfilling life. So before we dive into that, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your awesome self and go. And go. All right. (laughs) 30 seconds or less. Who are you? Okay. Well. So, so excited to be here to talk about this topic today. I think it is, it is one of the most important um, dis- discussions and conversations to be having um, the, these days. So happy to be here to do this and to share a little bit about myself. Um, so my background actually, came, I come from a public relations background right after uh, high school. I went right into a PR degree and I chose this based on the fact that it was centered around communication and ultimately articulating a message and and delivering a truth or a perspective to a wide audience to, you know, and the really great part about that degree was there was actually a significant amount of work and and course material focused on relationships and how to actually communicate in your relationships between two people, more than one person. And it was really beneficial and really launched my whole deep dive into what it means to communicate with somebody else and how transparency and honesty and authenticity, authenticity actually do play a role in those things. And, when you can harness the power of those of authenticity and, and of transparency, how just how amazing your communication can get. So that's where it started for me. And then I went into a hair career where I was intimately connected to my clients as, as anybody who has ever gone to the hairdresser knows, you know, there's that old mm-hmm. saying, you tell everything to your hairdresser. True so, story. True story, right? I've done it. I'm sure you've done it. And, you know, we, there's a reason that's a saying. So in that career, I furthered that exploration of what it means to communicate intimately with, with another human being and learning to read between the lines and understand what someone was really saying when they were saying something else. So it really opened up this whole, you know, deep dive and exploration of 
what it means to be a human and what are our stories and how do we tell them and what does that mean in terms of how we live our life and so it's they kind of mush together. They, they work hand in hand. And what ultimately led me to the decision to branch away from working for someone else was the fact that, you know, I was still kind of not caged in, that would be the wrong word and a little bit, a little bit much, but there was still the idea that the messages I was conveying had to have a certain flavor to it. There had to be a customer service element to it. There was a people pleasing, but kind of element where, you know, you're still very cognizant of the fact that there is, there's a reason that you're exchanging things and that message could get a little warped. So not necessarily a hundred percent authentic, which led me to my coaching career and doing the work that I do with Ricky at Elevated Academy and leading group programs having one-on-one clients and doing that work to help people actually find out who that is under all of the, the messages that we, the fronts that we put up, that we, you know, mm-hmm. create for the world to see that, that aren't maybe necessarily ours. So, you know, doing the work to help people find out who they are before they started believing all of the messages of, you know, who I should be and who I have to be in order to get to a certain place. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so, I can remember being a young child and just being, wanting to express myself in a way that like dressing differently and wearing my hair differently and wearing different types of earrings. And I I can really remember being like that. And as I got older, I started to really, really experiment with that. Like things got, you know, in my parents' eyes, like kind of crazy, I guess you could say. But I can remember my mother saying to me, oh, why are you dressing like that? You're just trying to, you're just trying to copy so-and-so, or you're just trying to be like so-and-so, or you're trying to be like this person. And I remember that being really, really hurtful because in my mind, I was just trying to experiment and try to express myself authentically. I probably didn't know what that word was then, but you know, express (laughs) myself in an authentic way. But it was, but it was like, it would try to be stopped right Mm. then and there. So that I guess is really common for people because like you're saying you know like these walls go up kind of around ourselves like we 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 kind of know who we are and then through our experiences with other people and our situations and all that we get get these walls that are kind of built up around ourselves right absolutely I mean we're we are taught to do that from a very young age You, you know think of a child who is hungry or is cranky is like you know doesn't want to do what is in front of them they don't hesitate. They're going to tell you exactly how they feel through emotion, through, you know, walking away. They're going to maybe, you know, if they're speaking at this point, articulate it to you in some fashion, you know, being able to express exactly what they need and want in that moment without having the, you know, walls or the ideas of the adults and and other maybe older children around them that starts to 
you know, show up as we get older. You know, don't, don't ask for that. Don't, don't do this. Don't do it. Be quiet. You know, there's all of these start, start, starts to happen and create that armor or walls. You know, there's lots of words we can use to kind of explain that, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take long for those Mm. to start happening. Yeah. The walls. Oh, and how long it takes to, to tear those down after the fact. And you know, what a great point. And it's, it's absolutely true because in the work that we're doing, you know, these are, are grown adults that are terrified to share what's really happening for them. You know, they're so fearful of the rejection of the, the results or the reaction of the person across from them or the group in front of them that they just don't express what they need to express or, or move into an authentic way of living for them. And that can go on for the rest of your life. Mm. I like that you said rejection because that's kind of the word that comes to mind when I think of my my story about you know trying to express myself through through clothing and stuff and and parents being very like oh you don't do that so then you stop because you don't want your parents to reject you you don't want that at all right like Mm -hmm. your that feeling is just yeah that that's not a good feeling so that's kind of where it, it began I think for me. And I just only discovered that recently. Interesting. What, what was it for you that, that kind of helped you have that aha moment? Hmm. Well, journaling, Mm -hmm. (laughs) journaling, my best friend. Yes. A lot of uh, journaling about just um, trying, like trying to be authentic. And I think maybe um before we like what does being authentic actually mean to you in your eyes so so yeah so I uncovered my whole thing about me wanting to be my true self through a lot of journaling and uncovering okay this happened began somewhere okay it happened with my parents but for anybody that really is listening right now that maybe didn't do any of that work and doesn't really know really what what we mean by being authentic or what did what do you what's the best way for you to describe that to people well I'm glad you asked me that because I think my definition has changed over the years you know I think when I was younger and I look at you know maybe 19 20 and even before that my definition of authenticity was okay, who do I want to be in this world? And so I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little bit of this person, a little bit of that over there, a little bit of this element, and I'm going to put it together. That's who I want to be authentically in this world. And so that's, that's how I approached it for so many years. And, and that philosophy really didn't help because it created even more walls interesting walls where you know you feel almost like you're in control because it's like well I decided that I'm gonna show up like this so Mm -hmm. I'm in control but over time I've realized and through doing my own work and reflection that what authenticity means to me now is truly being able to step back and sit 
in and be with your emotions, your true emotions, the true feelings, the true, the truth that comes up for you at any given moment. So if I am presented with this situation and I, you know, truly human beings, like in my old model, it would have been like, okay, so how does this person show up with that? How would they react to this? Okay. So I'm going to show up with, um, none, I'm not going to conform or I'm going to be really brave. So this one singular word is how I'm going to approach this. Mm. However, now with this model, given the situation, the reality is, is that human beings are so dynamic. We've got so much going on at any given moment. We've got a mental, an emotional, a physical, and a spiritual body that we're working with. So there's all of these different feelings that are happening at one, at one time. So, you know, given that situation, I might feel blissful about it. I might feel excited about it, but I actually... There might be a part of me that's also a little apprehensive. There might be a part of me that is worried about that rejection or the fear. So there's, when I think of authenticity now, I think of it as the capacity to be aware of all of the things that you're thinking and being able to, and being willing to acknowledge all of them and, and, include them in your experience rather than just trying to be this one thing or, you know, this is how I'm going to show up and it, it's that or nothing. Mm. And that being able to express that to how you're feeling to, to others too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So then there's, that's the next step. So the first step is that awareness. Mm. These are all of the things that are actually happening. And then that next step is how, this is what I would like to express. Here it is. And being willing to do that, you know, step out of the comfort zone, step out of that, you know, even if you have the fear at the same time, and that's, that's really what I'm talking about is being able to, to move forward and express with, with all of it. Mm, I love that. I like your definition. Okay. What's your <laughs> definition? Oh, being authentic. Yeah. To me, I, I love what you said. I, I love talking to you because you just put this spin on things that, you know, it's just so like smooth sounding. <laughs> and I really, <laughs> that's the best way I could describe it. It just sounds really nice and it makes, it makes a lot of sense. So when I think of being authentic, I think of it as being standing in your truth about absolutely everything um because i know just personally for me there was a long time where i i didn't express that truth for a really really long time and now i'm starting to kind of dabble with that right i'm starting to like make my opinions about things known or really put myself out there in the form of like video, or, I mean, podcasting, like this, these types of things, like really showing up and in my truth. And yeah, it, it, I guess I'm finding it maybe a bit hard to explain, but does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. And, and what I hear you say there too, is that 
authenticity is very much a practice. You know, mm. it's something that you're continually, continuously working with and molding around. And, and that decision to begin somewhere to just start expressing and, and putting mm-hmm. it out there and honoring what is real for you and, and sharing that with the world and being transparent about it rather than keeping it all hidden somewhere. So, you know, that in and of itself is, is a practice. And it's something that I think you're right. Like it changes and it, and it isn't necessarily definable all the time. Mm. Yeah. And what comes to mind too is, like for me, it was always being able to express myself in a creative way or in a way that I dressed or my clothes, like my clothing or the way that I wore my hair. And, you know, I remember just for a long time feeling like I always liked to wear my hair very different. I always liked to cut it really short and have mohawks and go in, um, go in uh, hair shows with my hairdresser and do like really funky things. And I can just always remember being um, almost judged, not almost judged, but judged by say members of my family or, you know, people that just didn't really understand. They were mm-hmm. kind of like, Hey, wait a second. You're supposed to be in this box where I feel comfortable, but you're out there in another box and I don't feel comfortable with that. So I'm going to make you feel like that's not the right place to be. So, but now, you know, I'm just like, I'm just kind of letting go of all that. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't, that doesn't matter anymore. Like I appreciate your opinion of what my life should be like, but now I'm going to live my life. Like I want it to be like, so I'm going to stand in my truth. I'm going to wear my hair the way that I want. I'm going to dress and clothes. The, in the way that I want to express myself and I'm going to be, I'm going to be absolutely 100% myself and not be put in the box of conformity, so to speak, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And that's so important in, in our world because, you know, there's a lot of boxes out there and you can, you can, you know, if you don't have that sense of, uh, really I think trust in yourself if you don't have that sense of trust and groundedness in what's what boxes are important for you then it can get pretty it can get pretty hectic in your mind too right there's Mm. becomes this sort of struggle to to manage and because there comes a lot of emotions just as you were saying you know I don't want to be there and there's, you know, there's fear, there's shame, there's guilt, there's um, embarrassment, there's all of these emotions that become alive when we're, when we've lost that sense of groundedness or truth or trust in our, in ourselves. So, which creates a lot of pain for people. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for people to, to do that too, because again, the rejection piece, right? So, mm-hmm. Oh, if I'm going to be this way, then my friends are going to reject me or my family, my family's going to reject me. But, and that's hard. Like people want to avoid that feeling at all costs, like all those, and those negative feelings you're explaining to like shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shame. Oh, no. And you, know, you made me, you made me think of something there when you just said like people want to avoid that and, and at all costs, like 
this, I do not want to feel these, these feelings of rejection or shame or uh, being an outcast. And sometimes I find, and what I found when I'm talking to, to a lot of um, women, I work predominantly with women, is that we tend to go the opposite way, almost to an extreme. So, you know, there's this desire to you know, not be put in a box and feel the shame and the guilt of being rejection. But then there's this like rebel in us that comes out and is like, well, I'm going to do whatever I want. And, and we swing hard mm. the other way. And then what happens there is we start to shut things out and we start to put another kind of wall up. And so there, it's, it's a fine balance of trying to find this middle ground where, you know, like our family relationships and our intimate relationships are important to us. And if we deny the fact that it matters what they think and it, you know, these things, these experiences affect us, then we're also leading into that place of, of repression and we're also not expressing in that. Mm. So it's, we want to find that kind of balance. And I believe, I personally believe that that balance is found in that trust and in that faith in yourself mm. because Get, you get a little bit more um, ability to see what's happening on all sides, all, like the 360 view rather than it swinging hard 180 hard, you know, either way. Yeah. Does that make sense? sense? Yeah, it totally does. So why do you think that people or why or how can people start kind of uncovering who they truly are so what like what does that process look like because i know you deal a lot with that in the coaching process and stuff so so if if somebody listening right now that again isn't going obviously through this that coaching process but they're kind of uncovering like hey i'm not showing up in the world exactly as myself so what what do you feel are the stepping stones to uncovering I know you kind of meant, went into it a little bit before, yeah. I suppose, but yeah, let's go, go over that again, how people can start uncovering who, who they truly are. Who they truly are. And, you know, I think it's, we talked briefly before, but it's certainly a journey. You know, this is not something, that kind of quest, which I, which I believe it is. It's a quest. It's a journey. Mm. It does not happen overnight we can't kind of say all right i'm going to figure out who i am and then tomorrow wake up and it's all <laughs> laid out for us so so the first thing that i can say is maybe put that notion aside and and embrace the journey of discovery because i you know just as i offered my how my definition of authenticity you know changed and progressed as i got older who you are changes and progresses as you get older or, you know, mm -hmm. as you experience life, not necessarily get older, but as you just experience things. So the two things that I would like to kind of bring into is again, it's a journey and a practice, but two questions. So who are you, if you're not being yourself, who are you being? Mm. And, you know, at this stage of the game, what have you done already to start to unravel that? Because 
those are kind of your two starting points. So for me, you know, I'll share, I'll share a personal story when I, and this was something I just, I literally just uncovered this maybe last week. Wow. Yeah. So this is what I mean, but it's a process that <laughs> never stops happening. And I was doing a, right now we're do, we're testing a program that we're going to be running in uh, Elevated Academy and we're using these specific master tools. These master tools are actually mini self-coaching exercises that are, are journaling exercises. And, you know, it's interesting because I've done them a, a number of times in the testing period and, and I still continue to find things when I do these and I actually open up my mind and, and find something new every time. And in this particular time, I was doing one called the behavior map and this tool actually allows you to start to acknowledge where your behaviors that you're maybe not so excited about are coming from as well as the behaviors that you love. Where are those coming from? So it's a process of kind of mapping where the behavior started, why it started. And, you know, we can look at that as a wall or a piece of armor that we used to, to keep ourselves safe. And, what I discovered, all of these, I had listed five different traits that I was, I'm not super pumped on. These are things that I'm working on within myself. And when I wrote them down, the following question was, who in your, your childhood, so zero to 18, who mm -hmm. exhibited these traits? And mm -hmm. I started, right. So it kind of gives you that, you know, a little bit of a, objective perspective on your life like okay so I'm going back and and who who did these things in my life who was I emulating and I realized that four out of five of them were from my mother really and she was doing these these specific things which I'll just give you a couple examples so things like people pleasing things mm -hmm. like you know very exactly what we're talking about not expressing herself and so these traits were very, you know, very much something I learned from my mom. And when I look at why I might have done something like that, I know from my, my own work that I've done already that I was always sort of seeking the affection or attention from my father, who was a bit more emotionally distant. So here, I, and it dawned on me, I was emulating my mom because she was the one person that my dad always gave attention to. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so it was, yeah. And it's like, boom, there it is. There's yeah. a reason why I'm doing this. And these traits are actually a part of a person who's been in my life my whole life. And I'm emulating because that's what we do as human beings. Our brains are designed to pattern match you know, for safety, for survival, for, you know, to, in order to move towards what, to get what we need. So I was doing that as a child, taking on her traits in order to be more like her. And so in those two questions that I offered in the beginning, you know, who are you being if you're not being yourself, mm. right? There's part of that answer as being my mom. And how, how, what are you doing already? At what stage are you at in terms of this work of uncovering? So I've already done a little bit of work. So making that connection was a little bit easier for me. So it, it really, it depends. I think, where are you on this journey? 
and are you just starting? Have you already kind of dived in and, and looked at a few things before? Have you had a few conversations, maybe done a workshop? Where are you? And kind of making an assessment of where you think you are on this journey and what is the next step for you? What, what do you want to know next? So there's, I mean, I can, we could talk for days about little oh, ways yeah. to do that. You know, there are so many little small practices to just start inviting that in and, and wow. making, doing the digging and, you know, but I'm curious, you know, I shared that story and this is where the work is helpful when you do it with someone else. So when you heard me share that story, mm -hmm. what came up for you? Oh my gosh. I just got really sucked into that because, um, you know, I, I too have done lots and lots of deep work for, for years now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's so funny. You feel like at some point you kind of get to this point where there's nothing left to uncover, but there really always is. So I'm really interested to kind of go back and really think a lot more deeply about that what you just with those questions that you're because there's something there absolutely and you don't you don't think about it sometimes as you know you emulating somebody else but obviously when you're born you're a child you don't know anything you learn absolutely everything that you need to learn from your environment from your parents mm -hmm. friends all of that so of course you're going to pull from all of these people and try to be these people to get what you want. Like you just said, right? Yeah. So that's really, really interesting to me. And out of all of the work that I've done, I haven't done that yet. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I'll really have to send, cool. I'll send you over the, the master tool I was using. It might be helpful. <laughs> well, yeah. And is that something that, um is available to people to to download or to to do through Absolutely. elevated academy yep mm. yeah it is and it's funny that you mentioned that because that's actually we are sharing in kind of looking at this the incubator program that's going to be starting july at 23rd these are that is one of the tools that will be included in that program and we are actually offering that one for free right now to download so you can kind of have a a taster like what does it mean to do this kind of work and and what does it even look like what are the questions you know because it's if you don't know where to start it can be pretty you know this whole massive thing in front of you like who am i how big is that question right mm, you know? so yeah. you, you need to break it down into small chunks and so absolutely if you actually just head over to our facebook page or our website you'll be able to find a link to download that so that's elevatedacademy.org and of course on facebook elevated academy you'll be able to find that link to easily download your copy and, and start to do that because it's it is really powerful and and like i said you know even if you like myself i've done it already two or three times i still find that next layer and and that's what i mean by how that definition has changed because it's to think that it's a singular thing or that you know one aspect of our life is represented by you know a small collection of words it's just it's doing a disservice to 
the beautiful complexity and range and, you know, dynamic existence of being a human being, you know, like there's just so much that, that we encompass and that we are. So to, to limit yourself is, it's, it's just unfair ultimately yeah. <laughs> to use the word, right? Like it's unfair to yourself to, to think that you are only represented by a collection of, of words. Right. Wow. That is amazing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, put that link uh, to that download, that free download. Um, this podcast gets shared on the Dream Candy Facebook page. So what I'll do is put that link in the comments below for anyone who wants to download that amazing material because wow like I said I've done a lot of deep work over the years and you think that you know you get to a point where you've uncovered it all and that is just simply not true so I'm excited to to dive into that more because what (laughs) what you just explained there kind of like blew my mind a little bit so I'm excited to uh to dive into that for sure. And I just want to thank you, Julia, my girl, my girl, Julia, thank you so much for being here today. I love this topic. And I know we could literally talk for hours about this stuff, but (laughs) I just want to thank you so much for just being you and just being amazing and for putting such amazing work out into the world through Elevated Academy. You know how much I love you and Ricky. And uh, yeah, I was just excited for you to be here today to share your, your knowledge with us. I thought, thank you for having me, GL. Um, I know, you know, I could sit here and gush about what you guys are doing with Dream Candy and, and everything that you're providing for your community and, and just the heart that has gone into it and come along with it. So I'm absolutely honored to, to be here and talk about this and anytime, anytime. And, you know, before we, we wrap up, I, you asked me a question earlier and I just, I would love to share my, my last little um, piece around that if I can. Sure. Go for it. Awesome. You asked me, and I thought this was a really great question what is so magical about authenticity and what, you know, the, the magic that comes out of being authentic. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and what I would love to share is that it's really when we are authentic and when we are transparent with in all of our relationships with ourselves first and foremost, and then in all of our relationships and in the work that we do in this world, it's really ultimately the way to experience true love. Because when you are yourself, then whoever is around you and you are engaged in relationships with will love the true you. It will be, and that exchange, like that's how we move mountains. You know, that's how we create a huge impact in the world when we can create that kind of magical true love and you know, whether it's a friendship, whether it's an intimate partnership, any relationship, that true bond of here I am and here you are, and we're just, we're being who, who we are together. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome. You know how much I love you. That's amazing. Thank you. Like, what did I say earlier? You have a smooth way of explaining it. It sounds so good. 
So good. So good. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you again. I want to thank everybody uh, for joining in on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Yes, thank and you. Uh, again, we're going to put the link uh, to that download in the comments below on the Dream Candy Facebook page. So you can follow us at Dream Candy Org on Facebook or on Instagram. And you can also follow Elevated Academy as well. So, yeah. So thank you all for listening. And I hope you all have a great day. Bye. Bye.